Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace, and today's episode is for my moms. It's for my moms, and I hope that by sharing my kind of scattered story of bringing my three babies home and what that first summer was like when they were all home and all in diapers. I hope that by sharing a little bit of the imperfectness of that, that you can have some takeaways of your own, that you know that you're not alone, and um, that maybe you can make some stri- take some strides in bettering or changing your mindset and, and things like that. And so if I back up six years ago, had my first baby and um, my husband and I, I should say, we're teachers. And so we're off in the summer and we had three babies in the spring. Um, our first one being six years ago, he, he was your typical firstborn. He basically made us feel like we were rocking that parenthood game and he made us feel confident and that we knew what we were doing and that this was not that hard. Right. And maybe it was because we were teachers or we had this false sense of confidence of parenthood, but Either way, we knew we wanted more kids, and so we didn't wait, and we brought our second baby home, a baby girl, 10 months and three weeks later. Yes, they are Irish twins. I now know that that term means um, that they were born less than a year apart, and they certainly were. And she taught us that uh, life doesn't actually go so perfectly. Um, Everything that we thought we knew about baby number one uh, and that we assumed was pretty much gold for all kids. We had to learn a whole new set of rules for for our daughter, our number two, and so we we waited a year in between that to have our third one. Uh, she scared us a little bit, just kidding. Although not so much. She really she really kind of did. So she made us doubt what we were doing, but we figured it out as we all do as parents. And so baby three came a year later than that. And um, while I was pregnant with her, I kind of had that feeling. Some people say that that you do, and I I never knew what it, what they meant, but I did with her and I knew that this was it. This was our family, family of five and that she was going to complete the family. And she came, um, almost exactly on her due date at just a day late. And it was almost a perfect, perfect birth, went home, was totally fine. The next morning woke up and I landed a five night stay in the hospital, um, because of some different complications and an infection from her labor, uh, that we weren't expecting. And so, that really started things off with with kind of learning that life doesn't go as planned. And even when we think it's going perfectly well, that it can change in seconds. And um, luckily, my parents were able to stay with the kids while my husband stayed with me in the hospital. Um, there was storm, winter storms and all sorts of things in the mix, so we couldn't even see the kids. Um, but eventually, I recovered. We went home, and I was still recovering. And my husband, um, bless his soul, he is an amazing dad and he has got a knack for, for working with kids and he's a kindergarten teacher too. So it's very fitting, but he got up with her every night. I wasn't able to, I was still recovering and we even had to like switch sides of the bed, the whole bit. And so that was in the spring. Fast forward to summer where I, like I said, we're teachers. So we have summer off and, um, he worked every summer outside of the home. And so I would stay home with the kids, uh, that summer <laughs> when all three of them were there, and they were all still in diapers. Um, that summer is the one I remember most. 
Uh, I remember just feeling like I was having an identity crisis, I like to call it. I remember feeling so grateful, like my heart was so full that I had these three healthy babies, this amazing family, and that I had the means that I could stay home with them. And I felt so grateful about this because being a teacher and being a mom was like my ultimate, ultimate dream, or so I thought. Enter identity crisis, right? And um, here I am, though, having these other feelings of guilt, of all of a sudden being jealous that my husband could leave the home and go to his job and that I wasn't. And I started thinking, geez, is there something more I should be doing? What what else is there in life for me? I've kind of reached the big pinnacles of the goals that I thought I had and I'm only, what, 30-something. Is this is this really, this is really it? Enter that guilt though, right? Because, you know, you can't be grateful for your kids and feel like this, can you? Or at least that's what society has taught us, but that's just not true. You can feel both of these things simultaneously. You can be grateful and you can also feel like you need a break from those babies and that you are, you know, you can have both of those feelings that, that you're meant to do something else, that you're, you're not meant to stay home with them 24-7 and that's okay. We can work as moms too and be great moms and you can be both. And so I think that it's a big struggle, at least it felt like it for me, was that I had never really heard about moms talking about the fact that they um, didn't love every second of every day when they were home, especially in, the, in that time when they're babies and when you had more than one. And I had three, all in diapers, like I said, and it was a lot of work. And so I struggled with going back and forth from feeling those, you know, maybe negative feelings um, and then feeling guilty about having those and then switching back to like, wait, can I, does that mean I'm not grateful? Does that diminish the love that I have for my kids? No, it does not. And I'm going to share with you kind of that summer and how I work through this and how it changed for me that I am able to share this with you because Um, I am not in that same place mentally, um, but it took work. So years before when I had my first baby, I had also joined this fitness community, this, this virtual fitness community where, um, my friend or actually an acquaintance online that I knew she was working out in her living room. And I thought, geez, that's what I need to do because I could work out during nap time or things like that. And, you know, I had gained 50 pounds every single pregnancy and that just didn't, feel good. I didn't feel energetic, right? I didn't feel like myself. And so I knew I needed to do something to change it. And I had started doing these workouts and things at home. And um, there was nutrition, things I could do at home as well. And I would start to get my energy back and kind of feel like myself. And so I knew that I had this place that I could start to plug back into um, when I was home that summer. But I also had three kids now instead of just one or two. And I wasn't sure how I was going to make this happen. But I knew that if I didn't change anything, nothing would change, right? You can't just want it to change, but take no action. Um, things don't change. And so I was sick of having these all these negative thoughts, right? I, there was times, <laughs> I'm just going to share this because I've joked and laughed about this now with my husband. But when I decided that I was going to get up and work out before he left the house, to his job and then I would take care of the kids after and I would clear the space on the living room floor right and I would get it all ready so I could just get up and I would hit play on this workout and I would get that done and I would feel accomplished and I knew that this was like my first stride right 
um, to taking care of myself so that I could care for those babies the way I wanted to. Because at this point, I wasn't showing up as the mom that I wanted to be. And so I needed to knew that I needed to work on myself. And so I would get up in the morning and, and all of a sudden I would see that there would be a like bowl left on the floor. Like he had some ice cream or something that night after the kids went to bed and he left his bowl on the living room floor. And I am not kidding you. My head would start to spin and it, it would say things like, Oh, he is sabotaging me. Like he is put this bowl here purposely and he is sabotaging everything that I'm trying to do. He doesn't even care. Oh, da, 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 right. About a bowl on the floor. But I wasn't in a positive mindset and a space where I was taking care of myself, where I could even handle this bowl being on the floor <laughs> that I could just move to the side and start my workout. I couldn't. It was a major deal and it happened more than once. And finally, I was venting, venting to a friend and I love her and this friendship because she had enough guts to say to me during that heated moment, Candace, maybe, like just maybe, he just like got done eating and left the bowl on the floor. And maybe he didn't actually think all those things. And it dawned on me that I was spinning these stories of negativity um, about people that I loved and cared about and that people that actually helped me. And he is a great uh, partner and a great dad. And he does the dishes and he does laundry and he does all these things. And I'm spinning these horrible stories about him, thinking that he would actually do this to me intentionally because of... Um, the space that I was in. And so I, that was a really big wake up call that I really needed to do something for myself because it really wasn't the people around me that were sabotaging me. It was me that needed to start feeling better. And so, like I said, I started getting up and I started doing my exercises and that kind of built little blocks of confidence. Luckily I had this community that I could go plug into online of other ladies who were also showing up. And what I thought was just this fitness group, like you just show up, do your workout and, and post that you did it. It turned into this thing where I realized that these women are showing up even on hard days. They're showing up like I was even when they had three babies at home to watch. And they also, a lot of them were talking about reading these books, reading personal development. And I had never even heard of this before. Um, other than the fact that I thought that it was probably for people that were broken, people that needed fixing, right? And I didn't think that about myself. And But they were doing it and I thought, well, I'm doing the other things in the group and it's making me feel a little bit better. Maybe I'll do this. And so I started reading a couple pages a day of these positive books. And what happened was then the way our brains work again is that it starts to rewire and it starts to look for positivity throughout the day because now I'm reading these positive things. So my brain is hearing positive things and now my brain is checking my surroundings to find more positivity to affirm the thoughts about the original positivity that I was reading. And so with that combination of showing up and exercising, eating a little bit better, drinking more water, reading a few pages of personal development. And while that seems like a long list of things to do, it really wasn't, okay? Yes, finding time to get the workout in. Yes, sometimes the kids interrupt me. I had to pause it and come back to it later. But the nice thing was that I could pause it and come back anytime I wanted. And some days I did half a workout. And some days I did 30 minutes. And some days I did less. It didn't matter. Anything was better than nothing. And I think that's, we lose sight of that, is anything is better than nothing. So if you can't read a whole chapter of a book, um, read two pages and just see what happens. And and go from there because you're going to start feeling like you're showing up for yourself and you're going to get that confidence 
um, back and you're going to start creating energy for yourself because all those things create energy. Eating better, exercising, it all creates energy because we can create our own energy. It's not a constant thing that we just get. Um, That summer, funny enough, is also when I decided to start coaching, being a virtual um, coach, basically your accountability bestie. And I started having these thoughts of, hmm, I don't know when I would do this. I don't know what I would say because I don't even know if I have a story. I live a pretty boring life. But I feel like this has helped me three times lose baby weight, start to feel like myself again, give me energy to take care of my kids and show up as the mom that I wanted to be. And then maybe I could, I could do that same thing for another mom. And so that, that made me start thinking about coaching and it ended up being a nudge that I couldn't push aside. And I started telling people about it, my spouse and my family. And I'm pretty sure that I was crazy as like, that was not the most ideal time to start coaching was being home with three kids in diapers and uh, it was not a, a non-busy time in life, but I decided to make it happen and and I worked in the small pockets of time that I had, nap time, um, when my husband would come home from work and he'd play with the kids. I, I'd, I'd fit it in where it would work and, and so luckily enough, I've been able to start my own community and help my own coaches and help other ladies in my my groups, other moms show up for them, themselves and um, kind of do the same thing that I did for my own self. Um, and that's why I'm here sharing this story. And I, I just felt called to share it. I don't know if it, if it will make sense to you, but I do have faith that if you're a mom and you have brought your own babies home and you've stayed home with them on maternity leave, you'll find something to relate to in this story. And so I just had to follow the nudge to share the story. Um, but again, go and take those steps. Also use your voice. Because I had to tell my my spouse that I am setting my alarm to get up and exercise. So if you hear the kids during that time, please get up and go take care of them. Because I'm I'm going to be exercising, right? I used words and it wasn't perfect all the time. No, because you're sleep deprived at this point with having so many little ones. You, you just never can tell what the night will bring. But um, it worked more times than not. And He would never have known what I was trying to do, what I was getting up for if I didn't say, right? And if I didn't use my words and if I didn't ask for some help, like, hey, I'm working on this. I'm setting up my new group for for my my new moms. Um, Can you take the kids on a walk, right? That's simple, but it doesn't feel simple at the time. And I know that too. So take it in stride, start small, use your voice um, and start taking care of yourself. Find ways to show up for yourself If it means that you have to limit TV, if it means that you have to get off social media, then do it because those things are not giving you energy. Those things are draining your energy and the things that you're going to, you're going to give those activities up for are going to give you energy. They're going to give you positivity and confidence, and it's going to help you deal with these different emotions. And it's also going to help you have enough confidence to say that I can feel grateful for my kids and love my kids. And I can also in the same sentence say that I need to break from them from time to time. Because you can be both, okay? You can be both. And that's what I got for you today. Hopefully that hits home. Um, Go follow me on Instagram at Candice Dudley and let's have a conversation about this. Let's start talking about this more so that other moms who are sitting at home going through these same things will start to realize that those thoughts are normal and that we everybody else has them um, and that most of us aren't saying it. But she's not alone. You're not alone. And 
go share this episode with a friend who needs to hear it. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.